This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. John chapter 3 and verse 16. If you're turning your Bible for this last passage, it's the most famous passage in the Bible. John chapter 3 and verse 16. It's only 25 words long, but it has enough power, enough gospel in this verse to change the entire world. John 3.16, it was originally said by Jesus. John 3.16 was originally said by Jesus and it was said to a very religious man. Do you know you can be religious and not be a Christian? It's very possible, very possible. And I was in, um, in Florida doing one of these and a very religious judge came that night and he came as a religious man but he left as a saved man. I'm glad he received Christ as his Savior. The verse says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now the verse starts with God. The first two words, for God. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a God. I was flying on a plane all these flights as an evangelist. I just flew back Tuesday from Texas. Lots of flights. I was on a flight recently, some time ago, that I was surrounded by six Nassau scientists. I said, I'm a little upset with you. They said, really? I said, yeah, you downgraded Pluto from being a planet. <laughs> I said, when I was in school, Pluto, Brother Neb, <laughs> Pluto was a planet back then. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. And we laughed a little bit. They learned I was a preacher. One of them leaned over and said, I don't want to pry, but why don't you believe in evolution? I said, oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I raised the window shade up and I said, look out, man, look out. Five brilliant young men, one young lady, these six scientists, I mean, they're brilliant. I said, look out this window. That did not evolve from some primordial ooze. I said, the only real source of cosmogony is the Bible. They were shocked I knew the word cosmogony. I don't know what it means, but I knew the word. Cosmogony, the study of how things came to be. There is a God, and he created this entire universe. He spoke it into existence. I do not believe evolution at all. I believe the Bible. The book of Genesis is not a myth. It's fact. And so the verse starts here in John chapter 3 and verse 16. It starts with God. For God so loved, so loved. You know, everybody wants to be loved. I want to be loved. I don't want people hating me. If you want everybody to hate you, you are weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we want people to like us and to love us. God so loved the world. Does that mean the dirt? No, he's talking about the people, the people. There's no one on this earth that God does not love. I said in front of a group the other day, I said, I love Joe Biden. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> I do love him. He's on my daily prayer list. I have three prayers I pray for him. Number one, I pray that he'll read the Bible. Number two, I pray that God himself will speak to him. And then I pray that somebody in that White House who knows the Lord will witness to him about him getting saved. 
Jesus died for President Joe Biden. I can say I love Donald Trump and another group of people get upset. I was standing outside without a mask on and somebody walked by and said, so you're a Donald Trump fanatic. I said, well, no, I'm not. I said, oh, because I don't have a mask on? I said, sir, I'm a Jesus Christ fanatic. Amen to that. And for God so loved. See, God loves everybody. There's nobody that God doesn't love. You may not even like them, but God loves them. For God so loved that he gave. This world knows almost nothing about giving. Oh, we know a lot about taking. One of the most prevalent sins in all the world is selfishness. And boy, it's right here in America, is it not? But oh, you see, God gave. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. His only begotten son. There was a dad. He was trying to teach John 3.16 to his little boy. Come on, boy, we're going to say this verse. So the boy, he's trying. He's trying. Oh, he's trying. For God so loved the world that he gave his only forgotten son. He didn't know the word begotten. He said the word forgotten. But you know that's about the way it is in America today. We've forgotten who Jesus is. We were out in Fishersville, Virginia, having one of these last uh, year. We were in a flea market building. We had rented a flea market building. And I don't know, Fishersville population, about a 1,000 or so, 1,400 people showed up. It's great. Miss Winsome Sears texted me just a few moments before the service. Says, hey, I'm getting to come. I said, great, we've got you a place saved right here on the front. About 40 minutes into it, I said, I see Mrs. Sears is here. Miss Sears, would you please come speak to us for a moment? She started walking up. I said, Miss Sears, I want to tell you what I want you to talk about tonight. I said, I want you to tell this crowd tonight how you received Jesus Christ as your Savior. She got up and said, Brother Fox, said, when I mention God, people don't get too upset. But when I say Jesus, people get upset with me. She said, but I want you to know here tonight that I received God's eternal Son, Jesus Christ, as my personal Savior. And she testified of that. Amen to that. By the way, 25 people were saved in that crowd that night. Made public professions that they received Christ. And these God and country efforts, they're all about Jesus. Everything we do at Good News Baptist Church, Great Hope Baptist Church, Fairview Baptist Church, all these churches that are represented here tonight, everything we do is harnessed to two things. It's harnessed to two things. Number one, glorifying God. Number two, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ far and wide. Amen. It's not a mystery. Not a mystery. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever. Brother, that's everybody. Yes, sir, it's you. Yes, sir. Amen. And me too and everybody. There's no one. Jesus died for the businessman, the garbage man. When I was a boy, I wanted to be a garbage man. <laughs> Drive that truck, you know what I'm saying? Hang on the back of it. Now I am a garbage man. My wife says, hey, take the garbage out, man. <laughs> I got to do that when I get back home. Yeah, Jesus died for the garbage man. You know that? You ever thanked your garbage man? Ever talked to him? I do. I thank my postman. I want them all to be saved. Jesus died for rich people, poor people. 
Skinny people, not so skinny people. I've got a friend, he was, years ago, he was the, he was the bouncer at the bar in Louisiana. And two men out of the church went and knocked on his door. Who's there? So we're from the church. Leave me alone. Sir, we're here to tell you about Jesus. I mean, they were kind of aggressive back, you know, related to Tim Anderson. Just <laughs> trying to tell you something, man. I'm glad that those two men were a little assertive that day. After some time and after some weeks, they led Burton Gates to Christ. What's Burton Gates doing now? He started two churches in inner city Philadelphia. He's now a pastor. Todd Monaghan, world champion, MMA. 28 years old, world champ, mixed martial arts, world champ. Also drug dealer. Been adopted as a boy. And those who adopted him let him do anything he wanted to do. Got all kind of mischief. Now here he is, 28 years old, mixed martial arts champ of the world. And somebody went to him. A man went to him and said, look, you better read this Bible. Because Todd, you're going to hell, man. You better get saved. The man had the courage, the fortitude to tell Todd the truth. There is a heaven. Saved people are headed there. People who have never received Christ are headed toward hell. Jesus taught more about hell in the Bible than he did about heaven. Did you know that? Warning people. Todd Monaghan took that Bible home, read it, got saved. What's he doing now? He's an evangelist. Yeah, I've, I, I've had him with him a number of places. And um, uh, I'll just tell you about one. <laughs> we had 400 and some inner city, Akron, Ohio, young people. I'd gotten 800 pounds of ice cream. I went around town and said, hey, all the ice cream you can eat. Eat ice cream with the champ. I was getting them over there. 400 and some showed up. Todd was preaching this book right here. Gave invitation of 59 young people received Christ. Todd's pretty rough. They laughed one time that night. He stomped the floor so hard, about shook the whole building. He says, it's not funny. <laughs> I'm glad he's got the courage to preach the gospel. See, God loves everybody, and it's for everybody. That whosoever, it says, though, believeth. You must believe. Are you a believer tonight? I've got a little airplane. You ought to fly on this little airplane with me sometime. It's supposed to seat six people, but I can only get four Baptists in this thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need to be in this thing. You know what I'm saying? And so we landed over there in Newport News, and I crawled out of this little thing. It's a Cherokee 6. And I crawled out of it, and there's a guy out there helping us. I said, hey, what's your name? He said, my name is Mark. I said, "Woo! my favorite book in the Bible is the book of Mark. He said, wonderful. He said, I'm a believer too. I said, that's great. I said, tell me about it. He said, well, one time I was watching this 
football game and my team was losing. And I said, oh, God, help my team to win. He said, Mr. Fox, my team won. So mark me down, I'm a believer. <laughs> I said, Mark, let me tell you what I mean when I say I'm a believer. I said, my belief goes along a lot longer than that, a lot deeper than that. I not only know there is a God in heaven, but I've put my eternal destiny in his hands. I've done what the Bible says. I have called on him. I have repented of my sin. Jesus himself said, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Did you know Jesus said that? He said it twice. Except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. That's what Jesus said. Well, dear Lord, let's repent. What is repentance? It's a military-like term. About face. It's a complete turn. The night I received Christ as my Savior, I didn't even know I was repenting. I'm going to tell you about what I prayed the night I received Christ. I said, God, I didn't, I didn't know how to pray. I said, God, I know I'm wrong. And I know you're right. Would you please save me? And brother, he did. I repented of my sin and I put everything, the best an eight-year-old boy, it was over 50 years ago, the best an eight-year-old boy could, I put my complete trust in Jesus Christ. Brother Fox, you going to heaven? Yes, sir. Why are you going to heaven? Because an eight-year-old, I did the best I could on John 3.16. I put my complete faith in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. God doesn't want anybody in Chesapeake to go to hell. That's why he sent his son to die on the cross. He said, well, Brother Fox, you're going to heaven through Jesus, but I'm going another way. No, you're not. There's one way to heaven. If you can go to heaven by being baptized, why did Jesus die? If you go to heaven by doing good works and being good to your neighbors, then why did Jesus die? Because you can't get to heaven by good works. Not of works, lest any man should boast. That's what the scripture says. So we better do what God says tonight. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I was preaching in Norfolk, Virginia. At Little Creek Baptist Church. And we started a choir that day. So said, we're going to have a revival choir. A bunch of people came in. I taught them some psalms that night. And the choir sang. They didn't have a choir. We started a choir that night. Had such a great service. At the end of the service, I said, Pastor, may I just let some people testify? I said, yes. I said, okay. You get one minute to testify. Different people started getting up and testifying. Young man who had come to the choir, he'd been a visitor that morning, became, joined the choir that evening. He stood up. He's a Navy young man. I said, yes, give us your testimony. He said, well, I was a boy. I was sick, and I asked God to help me and, and different things. I said, wonderful. I said, now, when did you receive Christ? He said, well, Brother Fox, I'm working on that. I said, oh, you're working on that. I said, well, do you know how to be saved? And right there in front of everyone, the young man received Christ. You see, you can sing a song about Jesus and not be saved. You can write a book about Jesus and not be saved. But I'll tell you something you can't do. You can't call on him to be saved and not get saved. Because the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So have you done that? Have you received Christ? If I could get saved for everybody in Chesapeake, Virginia, I'd do it. I could give you my coat. 
be a secondhand coat, give him a shoe, secondhand shoes. But there is no such thing as secondhand faith. Each person must come to Jesus Christ themselves. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God, or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, you can visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened, and we want to encourage you to share this message with others. May the truth of God's word be your guide as you strive to follow Christ and make him known to others.